For Pacifica Radio, I'm Eileen Alfandari. China and the U.S. have agreed to redouble their efforts to fight climate change with concrete actions. Their joint statement was announced in the final days of the COP26 climate summit in Glasgow. The Chinese envoy's remarks were translated by Al Jazeera. Climate is a common challenge faced by humanity. On the subject of climate change, there is more agreement between China and the U.S. than divergence, making it an area with huge potential for cooperation. The United States and China have no shortage of differences, but on climate, on climate, cooperation is the only way to get this job done. China and the U.S. produced the largest amount of global warming emissions. China promised to follow the U.S. lead and crack down on methane, too. Greenpeace responded, saying it's always welcome news when the world's two biggest emitters cooperate on climate change and a reset of their relationship on this crucial issue is overdue. But the group noted that ultimately the joint statement falls short of the call by the climate-vulnerable countries demanding that nations come back to the table every year with greater ambition until the gap is closed on actions needed to reach the goal of limiting global temperature rise to one and a half degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels. Meantime, Denmark and Costa Rica have launched an international alliance grouping governments that have committed to move their economies away from oil and gas production. South Africa's last white apartheid-era president, F.W. de Klerk, has died at the age of 85. De Klerk shared the Nobel Peace Prize with the nation's longtime freedom fighter and first post-apartheid president, Nelson Mandela, for their joint efforts to pave the way to a peaceful transition to a multiracial democracy. It was de Klerk who, in a speech to South Africa's parliament on February 2, 1990, announced that Mandela would be released from prison after 27 years. I wish to put it plainly that the government has taken a firm decision to release Mr. Mandela unconditionally. I'm serious. Retired Anglican Archbishop Desmond Tutu, a towering anti-apartheid activist, issued a guarded statement about de Klerk's death. His foundation said de Klerk played an important role in South Africa's history. He recognized the moment for change and demonstrated the will to act on it. But the statement said de Klerk tried to avoid responsibility for the enormity of the abuses of apartheid, including in his testimony at the Truth and Reconciliation Commission chaired by Tutu. At the time, Tutu expressed disappointment that de Klerk did not fully apologize for the evils of apartheid. The defense in the Kyle Rittenhouse murder case says it will seek a mistrial with prejudice, meaning the case could not be refiled because of a line of questioning by the lead prosecutor. The judge in the case berated prosecutor Thomas Binger after he peppered Rittenhouse with questions asking him whether it was acceptable to use deadly force to protect property. And you'd agree with me that you're not allowed to use deadly force to protect property, correct? Yes. But yet you have previously indicated that you wished you had your AR-15 to protect someone's property, correct? Rittenhouse said he acted to defend his life when he fatally shot two people and wounded a third during a chaotic night of protests and vandalism in August of last year. Protesters were in the streets of Kenosha, Wisconsin, after a police officer shot African-American Jacob Blake in the back seven times. He survived with a serious spinal cord injury. 
One of the three white men charged in the death of black jogger Ahmad Arbery told police they had him, quote, trapped like a rat before he was fatally shot. Glynn County Police Sergeant Roderick Nohilly testified that defendant Greg McMichael made the statement a few hours after the February 2020 slaying. At a prayer vigil outside the courthouse, the Reverend Al Sharpton called the shooting of Ahmad Arbery a lynching. He also condemned the makeup of the jury of 11 whites and one African-American. For a jury to be seated, to be in panel in a city that's majority black with 11 whites and one black, not even a tenth of the jury is black in a city over 50 percent black is an insult to the intelligence of the American people. Travis McMichael has said he shot Arbery in self-defense, claiming Arbery tried to grab his gun. A federal judge has ordered a halt to enforcement of the Texas ban on mask mandates in the state schools. Federal District Judge Lee Yackel ruled the ban ordered by Republican Governor Greg Abbott violated a federal law protecting disabled students' access to public education. I'm Eileen Alfandari for Pacifica Radio.